What do you think happens when we die, Keanu Reeves? I know that the ones who love us will miss us. Since my uh, co-host is a traitor to his country and is not on top of all of the new releases, we decided to do something universal, uh, which is everyone's just outpouring of love for Keanu Reeves. And this was kind of your idea. And you, the comparison you made kind of shocked me, Hiro, because the other person you compared him to is someone that I know you hate. So I don't know how you feel about Mr. Reeves. Well, as... A couple things here. So one, I watched uh, the new John Wick, John Wick 3, colon, slash Parabellum. Mm -hmm. I watched that on uh, American soil. I will have you know. I watched it in a good old American theater. So I'm I'm taking all the great offerings of this this nation for granted, clearly. You certainly are. And then the the Tom Brady thing, comparing Keanu Reeves to Tom Brady. (laughs) You know, I, I... I, I I know my audience, you know, so I know how to suck you into a podcast. I'm like, oh, let's talk about uh, Keanu Reeves being the Tom Brady of action stars. Boom. There it is. Mike Hook, line and sinker. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't read the rest of the sentence. I just saw Tom Brady. I'm like, That's yeah, it. I'll, I'll talk about that. I'll record on it. The blood, the blood flowed from the mm-hmm. from the brain down to the nether mm-hmm. regions, and you were that's it. It was over. So you'll be lucky to get twenty minutes out of me on this this episode. But <laughs> um, I, I think that's you know the action thing has probably been an ebb and flow for Mr. Reeves. Like it's like once, uh, almost once a decade, uh, you had speed and 94, you had the, the matrix films in the uh, late nineties, early two thousands. And of course now he's got uh, John wick. Uh, so he's, uh, old fashioned well, movie star in that regard. Well, I think that you're highlighting the, the hits when it comes to his action, right? Because he's got his misses or at least his, his sort of, the lesser tier action mm-hmm. things that he's done. We're talking about Man of Tai Chi, or, or I believe he's in Forty Seven Ronin, if I'm not mistaken. That seems to be uh, his own sort of uh, nerd hangups, doesn't it? Like his own sort yeah. of interests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't uh, hold that against him. I don't. I don't think they're they're clearly not on the same level. But uh, that's just him uh, using his power to to get uh, all of his dorky shit on the screen that he likes. But I think it's rare to have an actor, you know, across. You know, different decades, decades, and generations of young filmgoers have those iconic action roles. I mean, Harrison Ford did it, obviously, with Han Solo and Indiana Jones, Jack Ryan. He's got those iconic uh, heroes, right. and now Keanu Reeves has done it. And it's not even something Tom Cruise has successfully been able to do because he's always Tom Cruise, right? It's just Tom Cruise, the action star. Yeah, no, you're you're right because Keanu does switch, right? Keanu is a very while the acting isn't as careful, quite, the internet loves him. Yes, I know. I understand. It, it's it's not as varied or as diverse as something I think that Tom Cruise can get to. I think Tom Cruise is the better quote unquote thespian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes to action, I think that John uh, that Keanu Reeves brings a, a a diversity, but in sort of style over substance, if that makes any sense. So. But I, I, I was just in my head. You started mentioning the the coverage of the decades. They did, it, did Arnold Schwarzenegger, who Arnold Schwarzenegger I think is cons- widely considered one of the you know Mount Rushmore of action stars. 
once he crossed into the 2000s, I think he was done. I, and I know he was doing his governor thing and, and you know, his, yeah, his uh, quest for power in the state of his, California. His, yeah, yeah, yeah. His housemate thing. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Arnold the Barbarian. <laughs> I, I have to quote it. I think that was a, like an article title in Premier Magazine, you know, when all this stuff came out about him. But I don't think he really got into the longevity that Keanu Reese has been able to do, right? Because – some was a very very young man and in point blank, very you know dashing, good looking dude doing his action thing, and then like you said, the Matrix, and now I mean, the tired, weather worn, beaten John Wick. So I, mean, I for my money, he's the best. He's the well, goat. The physicality is different, right? Like you, <laughs> it would be hard for Arnold, uh, the way we know him on screen and just as a celebrity, as being this mammoth like. Just rock of a of a man. Right. It's I mean, hard he was for trying to drop kick drop kick him at at like autographing sessions. <laughs> and, 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 did you see that? I hated it. I I thought that uh, that guy uh, should be in jail for a long time. How how dare he got you, what he sir. deserved though? But you, if you notice, he this is a seventy five year old man, and he, he got he drop kicked Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Arnold barely moved. It was like he like you said, he was like a rock, like a mm-hmm. mammoth of a man. But that that's harder on screen to age gracefully, right? Like you yeah, can't stay yeah. that big with it. You know, stuff starts to sag. <laughs> you start to <laughs> you start to look a little bit more weathered and not cool weathered. Like you're, I think you're referencing with Keanu Reeves as John Wick. Um, but I think I remember like when Speed came out when I was a kid. That there's Brody. Um, they were talking about how different. He was like, it was sort of a changing of the guard. Like you see that like with musical styles, right? Like, so the late eighties going from like, right. uh, like hair metal to like grunge. And it seemed like with Keanu that we're going to slim down the action star. And it's, it's hard to like, I'm sure the, the word every man was thrown around. Like Keanu is a very <laughs> handsome man. So every man, He's not every man, no. every man only if you put, plant him next to Stallone and Arnold, maybe that he could consider right. him every man. I think um, Bruce Willis would be a uh, a person you'd have to actually, talk about there. That's a better one because I, I think uh, you know certainly with the uh, John McClane, his most iconic role, the receding hairline, and the fact that even when he's an action star, things are well like his hairline. Things are going wrong. Like he's fighting against everything. <laughs> uh, he doesn't have any shoes. Uh, you know he's he's a beaten man. Um, I don't think you can say the same with Keanu and John Wick. So he still retains that element of cool. But as far as an actor, he also has turned his back from this type film it's not like arnold or stallone or the previous generation of action stars he didn't do speed two you know it's not like he tried to maintain yet another action movie every year like if something interests him right. it seems more genuine that way that he genuinely wanted to do john wick not that he needs yet another movie with guns and death and mayhem to come out that year unless it was that he got an early look at that uh speed two script and he made that have. decision and, you know. and a very a very smart decision there uh jason patrick is uh you can't just you know put another <laughs> generic receding uh, hairline yeah n- another generic receding hairline in there and have it work um so what happened to jason patrick did you ever see a movie called your friends and neighbors no he's he's got a pretty uh epic monologue in your friends and neighbors and i think i think if you saw that film you'd be like okay that's that's why he's probably not like the romantic lead coming up so i don't like he's a good actor when you put him in like a dark enough role Wow, he's got about eight films either in post production or filming. And, yeah, still and, working. And, uh, none of these movies that he's done though in the last decade I recognize whatsoever though. 
Could but, you uh, could you say the same about uh, so like Keanu Reeves? When you look at those years when he's not trying to be the Tom Brady of uh, action stars, um, like do you feel like people ever thought, oh, this is you know this is over for him? Like that gap from like Speed to Matrix is five years, mm-hmm. and is is Point Break to Speed also similar time frame? Five years? Sure, well, we'll give it a shot. Why not? And then certainly with John Wick, it's a lot longer than that. It's you yeah. Know, he's got the the. Are you familiar with the private lives of Pippa Lee? Or, I am uh, not. Henry's crime? Nope. <laughs> knock knock. I did see knock knock, and I did Uh-oh. not like it uh, at all. So well, yeah, I, he's got a lot in here. I mean, he's got all kinds of stuff. I mean, extreme pursuit as a short, exposed. I've never heard of the whole truth. See, mm. there's a little bit of Jason Patrick there. It's just that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you know in the moment. He'll he'll have a a ball not only clear the fence but you know it's it's out of the park you know his his hits are so massive that there's a an element of good credit he seems to have with audiences that even though he disappears for a time to you know follow his little dork passions um, that he comes back and people love him although I have to admit that I'm kind of surprised at the level of enthusiasm there is for just him just as a man just like a picture of Keanu and that and people like on Twitter that like that's automatically like 47 likes if you just put right. his face on there. Yeah. Nope. I mean, especially in today's day and age with the me too stuff and, and uh, sort please, of the social please count. Don't, I hope you've not done anything. Yeah. <laughs> then, right now he is the bastion <laughs> of Hollywood done right. You know, he's, he's got his hands off the ladies. He's laying down with bombs. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, have you seen, I've seen pictures of him laying there with bums and eating and hanging out. I mean, he's doing his thing. I mean, he's riding shotgun in a bus with a bunch of people. He, Keanu, and he's, he's answering all the questions correctly about what happens when we die. And, you know, Twitter's really, he has been able to find no chinks in the armor so far with Keanu. And, I, I, I'm going to admit that I'm hanging on for dear life to Keanu here as, yeah. just as well as the, with the rest of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not uh, trying to be the, the minority report here, hoping that there's some sort of alternative <laughs> darker edge Keanu that we've not yet you discovered. Got the spotlight team on him. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that he's as good as everyone wants him to be, but I am, I'm of course wary when people love somebody that they have never met. <laughs> that enthusiastically that uh, they're going to be in for some pain later. That brings me to my podcast. There it is. There's the segue we all we all wanted. I think it's I think it's painful for you because uh, I don't think you're the world's biggest Nicholas Winding Refn fan. Oh boy. So uh, my podcast is the aptly titled for this show, Keanu. Believe it. You like that's, that? That's the podcast. That's what the podcast is. That's the title, and it's okay. if, you, if you look at the logo, it's his face. You know, it's it's automatically worth forty seven likes. They are talking about Neon Demon, so I wanted to find one where he's going against that sort of uh, archetype of the sort of solid good dude that you see in certainly something like Speed, um, and then you know, and as Neo, he's the he is the everyman. He's the office drone who is there to save the world. Um, and what they were discussing was, uh, obviously, if you've seen Drive or Only God Forgives, uh, what's the other one he did? Was it Valhalla Rising? Oh, God. Please make it stop. Yes, it's Valhalla Rising. It's, uh, you know, okay, we, we're talking about how great Keanu is and how he's this wonderful, wonderful human being. And so, you know, it's fun to see him play like Ted because he's like being goofy and bouncy and, you know, wonderful. But mm-hmm. when Keanu plays like a dark character, it is always really jarring. But I also weirdly like it because it is it is so 
far from who he is and um and, and I would imagine his own comfort zone as an actor and I think he really kind of gets to shine because he's you know playing against type and he's he's kind of you know not somebody you want to root for at all in this movie <laughs> or, or right. like at all in this movie and it, it just makes it a little bit more fun so it really is it is like a cameo kind of but it is a really fun one yeah I mean there are a couple times where that doesn't necessarily work you know for, but it's usually it's usually the material not necessarily anything he's doing uh but in, mm. in the cases that i feel like it works is really this and then also like movies like uh the gift or um mm-hmm. much ado about nothing where he's like he seems it seems like it's miscasting but it's also kind of brilliant in that because in this character you're not supposed to really know what his deal is at for you know you're just kind of, it's supposed to be anytime he's on screen he's kind of unsettling and so that the fact that you're caught off guard of Keanu playing this loathsome human being, it kind of yeah, adds the impact of it, I think. Yeah, definitely. It, it's definitely a moment where you feel, um, you know, like, especially for me as a woman watching it, like, I think a lot of women have been in this situation where you just, like, are not safe. <laughs> and it is a horrible <laughs> feeling. Um, but I think you especially feel for Elle Fanning's character in this because it, she's just not like she's going to him for help and it's it's he he's not help you know he's not he's not like right. somebody who's actually going to help her so it is a really like uncomfortable like sticky situation very violent though uh very aesthetically pleasing in its ugliness you know there there's a uh, clearly this filmmaker likes to make pretty images out of uh, very uh unpretty things so i think he tries to do the same for Keanu playing this uh landlord uh, running the CD motel and the world's most beautiful woman, Elle Fanning shows up and the best. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I, I host a show called sober cinema and I have a co-host that we affectionately call the nasty Hellcat. And pretty much the entire premise of that show is me making him watch movies. I think will generate a reaction. And I'm trying to do something similar with you here. Because I know your feelings on Nicholas yep. Winning Refn, uh, Elf. You're doing the Tom Brady move on me, right? You're just you're throwing me lobs, you're throwing me softballs, you're just feeding the beast. You're like, oh god, you know, Elfanning. It's a little seven yard, you know, over the middle pass. You know, just move the chains. That's what I'm trying to do here. But on this podcast, they they what was interesting is they were discussing the enthusiasm that they feel just for Keanu showing up in this movie. Right? He's just playing. He's playing a very small role, like almost a cameo. And they're like, oh, cool, it's Keanu. And yet everything about the character he's playing is that dude makes me very uncomfortable and I shouldn't want this teenage girl to be around him. And that like sort of wrestling with the persona that, or I guess the, you know, good credit that Keanu has with people. Right. And then yeah. when he decides to play someone like so vile, so obviously vile, uh, how they sort of wrestle with seeing one of their favorite actors playing in that type of role. But I, I've, I, of course, dug it. I, I thought Keanu was hilarious in that. And I, I want him to play more parts like that. Just I in case. S- just in case something I- happens. Something comes out about Mr. Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> just hedges bets. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a bit. I, I watched it. Uh, oof. Now it's it's. I saw it in a theater as a date night. Obviously, a big swing and miss ooh. for me there. <laughs> That's a terrible <laughs> date night movie. I and, and- as a fan of that film. And when you when you have children, you only get like two or three date nights a year. <laughs> so I, uh, needless to say, it didn't go over well. Mm-hmm. The, the the eating and the barfing and all the nonsense that went on. But I remember very distinctly that thing with Keanu not working on me as far as playing with the persona, playing with that because 
the movie was sapping the credit right out of my blood, you know, just <laughs> taking it right out of my soul with this uh, uber beautiful Elle Fanning uh, and this nonsense stuff that was going on with triangles and and uh, what what is the trifold of trust that uh, Zelda's looking for? It was it just didn't work on me. Right. It didn't sap the credit for me. But I will segue here to my podcast where I, I, I watched the movie. So I typically don't watch movies for this podcast because we're talking about other podcasts talking about it. So let them do the work, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. But so I, I listened to a podcast called So I Married a Movie Geek. And uh, we're all, I think we're both familiar here. But it also was guested on by friend of the show, Peter from Original Rem- Remake and Podstalgic. Yeah. That's right. So they were doing a Keanu fantasy draft you know, snake style, right? So the guy who got Matrix right up front had to wait about eight picks Mm, to get back around. So by the time they got sort of in the later rounds, they picked the gift. And (laughs) how many rounds deep (laughs) was was the gift? And was Neon Demon anywhere on the uh the draft list or did it stay off the board? I think it stayed off the board. But those uh, bastards. Yeah. Because it's more about Keanu himself, I believe. Uh I'm gonna go with a Kind of a little scene, I think, but I hope it pays off for me, is the Sam Raimi movie, The Gift, from 2000. Nice. Uh, but isn't he, like, number eight in that movie? <laughs> I'm looking at the cast list. He's number three. Ranked, okay, okay. Uh, what okay. I'm looking at. So, I don't know. He's, this, he's awesome in that movie. Yeah, he is awesome yeah, in that movie. So it's going to be up to you, Justin, what you want to rule on this. But I, I think he's great in it. He's memorable in it. Um, you know, it's borderline horror movie i guess is kind of why i'm leaning that way because i don't have anything like that on my board katie um, holmes yeah, it's, it's <laughs> and, and now and now we go yeah. to gerald and peter <laughs> <laughs> now that's uh i mean as a uh, lifelong dawson's creek fan the gift is is an important film so uh <laughs> no but he is he yeah he's good in that film as well uh i don't know if enough people have saw it i have I've seen it though so yeah that's that's my only concern but i do think he is like menacing in, in that too and I, I feel like that's something we hadn't seen him really do to that point like like mike was saying earlier the dude does have range that people don't know about i think so if you do see this movie you can appreciate it and, and i think he's great in it little you know underseen and not in it a lot but i do really enjoy the gift so that's what it, i'm gonna go with extremely underseen it, of all the movies that have been listed tonight i feel the gift is definitely the one to watch for those that missed out on it uh i considered this myself but um you know i i was like well it's I don't think enough people saw it, and I, I didn't think I'd get any votes off of that. But I respect your pick for for picking that. I, I do enjoy that movie. No, oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's a great movie. I I don't know if you'll get votes for it, but it's a it's it's a cool movie for sure. Yeah, we need some more Sam Sam Raimi films just like that. Yeah, so. go watch The Gift. Guys. So I had never seen The Gift, and what they're talking about here is they're talking about Keanu's range as an actor, which I think for all of his you know all the lauding that that we give him especially for his action movies and for his uh, sleeping with bums that <laughs> I, see the way you say it, that sounds like that's a story that could develop. Like your, your headline Keanu sleeps with bums. Uh, well, I mean, he's not in Kellen Winslow territory, but <laughs> this is more of a, thank God. Yes. <laughs> yeah, thank God. There's only one Kellen Winslow. <laughs> I think there's actually two, right? Yes, there is. But the first one, uh, the, the, the patriarch wasn't exactly out there, uh, you know, in the uh, senior citizens retreat. He, he did not do that. Yes. No. <laughs> but, but, so I digress. Um, they're talking about Keanu, 
Keanu Reeves' range. And, you know, he gets mocked quite a bit because, he, you know, for all the stuff that we give him, he's not exactly the – like we talked about earlier. He's like not a quote-unquote thespian. Mm-hmm. We, we look at something like Bran Stoker's Dracula. But they're talking about the gift, and they they call him a menace. They're talking about it, and I just couldn't picture him as like an actual menace. So I actually went and watched the gift. And lo and behold, Keanu is, you know, full bore. I mean, the ugliest character you can mean. He doesn't quite sell the uh, the southern accent. You know, it's Keanu. You a lot know, of he's actors exactly... have problems with that, yeah. But his menace is real. I mean, when he bursts in the door and he's slapping people around and he he's threatening childrens, you feel that. And I think that it showcases quite a bit, like, what he can do with physicality, what he can do with his face, what he can do with just his presence. And it, it, it goes a long way in the gift. I, I, I thought he was pretty good for the role shockingly well he has a certain stillness right he has that stoicism that when he's playing the hero part comes off as cool like i want to be that guy right (laughs) but when he's just quiet and he just has a sort of blank resolve and is just staring a hole through you know in both our cases we've picked roles the title of this episode is keanu reeves is the tom brady of action stars and we've picked roles where he is menacing (laughs) (laughs) he's he's art he's He's getting lip from Kate Blanchett in retort to his uh, aggression, and all I'm waiting is for that hand to fly. It's just <laughs> he's selling this incredible like menace, and I'm just waiting for him to just get busy. And it builds this tension that really works for that movie. It, it's exactly what was needed from him. I mean, the only thing, the only way he really nails this even better is the accent. But is Keanu Reeves really going to nail? a southern gent accent or a southern really ugh, it's fine just, yeah. i think I, I remember watching that uh was that like 98 99 feels like that was in matrix territory 2000 somewhere in there the gift yeah uh, but i remember seeing it i've not seen it since 2000 flat yeah and uh yeah i probably had that thought but i think i was just more taken with keanu playing like this disgusting man yeah, uh, that I don't care really so much about his accent. And you know what? It's uh, who's that cat that got nominated for Nocturnal Animals, or like he won a Golden Globe uh, for his performance, where he was playing like the I think he was playing a Texan, but he was playing the like, the rapist uh, abuser of Jake Gyllenhaal's family in Nocturnal Animals. British uh, guy, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Terrible, just terrible, just absolutely. I thought he was the best part of that movie, which isn't saying much. Michael Shannon, obviously. Or just Jake Gyllenhaal's face. How about that? I Wait, was Mike Shannon in Nocturnal Animals? Yeah, he's the cop. Oh, yep, you're right. Okay. That's sad when the movie hides Michael <laughs> Shannon or makes me forget Michael <laughs> Shannon. You know you failed. The yes. pride of uh, Kentucky, right? Right, exactly. And I, now I have the uh, the pictures to prove it. You know, Also a very nice gentleman. I don't think he really wanted to touch me either. He didn't you know, put the, the arm around the shoulder or anything. He was pulling a counter like I'm not touching anybody, so... Uh, but that, that, that type of thing where you see someone do the heel turn, um, I wonder how many times it can work. You know, the, like Keanu, it's kind of sparse, right? Like I'm, I don't think that the, we, do we only have like the two films, like the only two times that he's actually gone? I think so. Yeah. 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 Uh, but because it is so infrequent, uh, I think it's far more effective that way. You know, if, <laughs> if Willem Dafoe is playing like a maniac, so what? Right. Right. Yeah. 
Well, it his actually, face does that. You know, well, his, his like lizard-looking face. It's actually the opposite, right? Because he's he's the best thing about the Florida Project. Like when he's playing, just such right. a like good stand-up dude. Uh, that's the thing I remember from that. Uh, In Platoon. I mean, he was the stand-up guy. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's kind of. Uh, relative and that that's uh getting into that sort of like moral line like people are having to cross and then like double back i i, I think uh the florida project if done by nicholas winning reffin might be closer to platoon where he, he would be oh. dabbling <laughs> in sin <laughs> and then he would do like one good thing because even in the neon demon Keanu, you know he helps get the uh what was it the like the bobcat or whatever like the mountain lion yeah out there of the was room. a mountain lion in a room yeah yeah you know he handles that um I think well, he's, he's a paying customer. I mean, I still it's only think he logical. puts hands on Elle Fanning <laughs> well, and says she's going to have to pay for this. Who, uh, who wouldn't? Right? You got the most beautiful woman in the world. You're going to want to have some physical contact, whether it be you know illicit, and you're going full, uh, you know, Kevin Spacey, or you're you know you're just you know caressing a, a lock of hair or something like that. You have to get in close proximity to the ray of sunshine that is Elle Fanning. Oh my God. <laughs> Play the uh, sound clip from Sober Cinema right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh God Almighty. So where where do we go from here with Keanu Reeves? Like does he Well what makes him such a I, I guess for me, you know, I'm claiming him to be the 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 best action star of all time. And I think that when you look at action stars, right, action isn't a thing of the seventies, right? It began kind of in the eighties with Arnold and these guys like true action as we, as we know it today, right? Because you had like disaster. Like, I think I had this conversation on true romance where can you name an action movie, a true action movie before the eighties? And you really, I don't know if you could, you know, you have Hmm. disaster films, you've got, I guess you could call, the old Buster Keaton stuff and that as sort of action, but not as we know it today. Yeah, it was dominated by westerns, right? If you want right. gunplay movies, uh, maybe a cop movie like uh, I don't know, like would French Connection be the closest? That's the example. To that? That's the example I brought up, right? And it's the car chase, but other than that, it's a procedural it's cop a drama. Drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but that uh, that probably did you know blow people's hair back back then. Right. So you only have like a limited time of of you know you've got about you know four decades of action movie stars. And I think Keanu Reeves stands out above the rest. One, you talked about this longevity, but I think that there's this, you this connection you can have with him as far as he is somebody like Neo in the matrix. Yes. Once you plug in and he gets all his karate and his, and his whatever Kung Fu into the system and he could do all these crazy things. But you can you can sympathize with his confusion. You can sympathize with his uh, deer baby deer legs as he's kind of going into this world. But this humanity that look at Speed, look at Point Break, look at John Wick. John Wick is this tired old dude, just still kicking ass, but you feel the pain. There's a connection he has to the audience that brings you in more than I think any other movie star has been able to do. You talk about Schwarzenegger, Stallone. I don't know about you, but I'm not quite there yet where a guy could drop kick me out of nowhere and I'm not going to fall down. <laughs> Maybe I'll get there when I'm 75, but I'm not there yet. Well, so I don't it'd be connect. reasonable if you did, right? It'd be reasonable if a 21-year-old out the bar, if someone came running up behind them and drop kicked them, it'd be, it would be expected that they would fall down. Right. 
Matt Arnold. No. And, and and there's the lack of connection, right? I don't know if it's what it is about Arnold, what it is about Stallone, what it is about Van Damme, these larger than life figures that they're fun to watch. I'm not slandering them, but there's just, they just don't connect like Keanu Reeves can. I think it, uh, for me, it comes down to choice. Um, the, the physical distinction between Arnold Stallone, Van Damme, uh, who probably just walked into a room to take a meeting and like did the splits, you know, just like just as he entered the room, just to show off. You know, you say like Van Damme opens the door yeah. with like a leg kick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know that you see them and you're thinking, okay, uh, they're doing action movies because that's what they have to do. And Arnold, you know, he started to break out of that and do comedy. Like, he did stuff like Twins, Kindergarten Cop. You know, he was trying to, like, basically he was looking forward. Like, okay, when I'm getting older, uh, you know, where am I going to be and how am I going to keep making these action movies? And would you say True Lies was probably the pinnacle of that, of trying to mix the two? Like, Sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't work out. You know, well, instead, it was funny, in his older age, he just actually leaned harder into action. Like, you have stuff like that I haven't seen, like uh, Collateral Damage, I think. Like in two thousand one, two, uh, he kept going back to the Terminator. Well, um, still going back. It's coming up yeah. next. Um, but when you have Keanu showing up in Speed, Point Break, um, you know he can go from my own private Idaho to Speed. Uh, you're thinking like, oh, he he's doing this action movie because he wants to. Like he's not necessarily pigeonholed into it. I think it maybe elevates it like the same thing when he shows up as a villain. It's just like, oh, this is kind of cool that he's choosing to do this project when Arnold, <laughs> it's just like when he was coming up, he's going to be Conan the Barbarian. What else? Who else is going to play that? Like that's not. Right. So yeah, he was never going to start with, uh, <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to see Arnold starting off in like Annie Hall to start in his career. Destination wedding, <laughs> Arnold? No, <laughs> no, I don't, uh, you know, I don't see a version of that, which is, I mean, Arnold's obviously very like, I think you have, he's probably like. Of the big dudes, he's probably like the most charming. I would put he's him a very, very charismatic guy. Yeah. But yeah, he just never totally broke through as far as like doing different genres. Um, so yeah, it's part of the physicality for you know the choice for me of just uh, of doing different projects. Um, it it does probably make Keanu. I don't. I'm not like you. I don't know if I'm going to say he's the greatest of all time. Um, but he's probably the most interesting. Like so who star. would you put up there? Like just you know, back against the wall. Somebody asks you who's the greatest action star of all time, where are you gonna go? Hmm. So do, how do you do you judge it on the quality of the films they put out or just the enjoyment level of seeing them in that like sort of own that particular genre? Whatever you want. I think I think for me both. Uh really f- he still takes the cake because you've got like I love Point Break, The Matrix, Speed, John Wick. Even some of his smaller fare, Constantine was a really fun movie to watch. Um, all of them are excellent. It's hard for me to probably disassociate from uh, my childhood. So, like seeing all the Arnold movies in the eighties, and like there's, you know, ones we've not, you know, we talked about Terminator, uh, Predator, uh, Total Recall. Like, I mean, there's just there's a, there's a string of like iconic roles there. Um, Probably like you know now, like I definitely wouldn't want to see Arnold <laughs> in an action movie. But uh, Keanu, there, there's that long, longevity where it's like if he shows up in John Wick, I'm down for it. But uh, how old is Keanu? Maybe it's the age difference too. Keanu's fifty five, fifty four, something like that. Yeah, he's born in sixty four. So I'm guessing that whatever Arnold's you know fifty five year old year was, 
I probably wasn't as cool with him being an action movie as I am Keanu. So you may be you may be right. I don't, maybe there isn't a better action movie star than Keanu. And there's more coming. He's got another John Wick there. He's got a, a movie called Rally Car coming up. Um, Bill and Ted, the new Bill and Ted movie is coming out. <laughs> that one I'm not sure about. We'll see. That one is, uh, you know, the internet's going to go crazy about it. But if there's going to be a time where there's a backlash to Keanu that you know doesn't have anything to do with any sort of personal problems or mishaps, <laughs> it may be if Bill and Ted is not as funny as people remember from their childhood. And they seem to take it out on the actors, like – and there's accusations right. of like it's a paycheck gig or whatever. And I always feel bad because oh. they're only giving you what the fans said they wanted for years and years and years. And in particular, comedies, comedies have a real big problem with that much time off going to doing a sequel. Like uh, what, Zoolander 2 came out, what, like 10, right. 15 years later? Terrible, terrible stuff. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, but this brought me up into thinking when you're talking about uh, when we're talking about Bill and Ted's is. Of these action stars, how many, like you said, like talking about Arnold, how many have been able to move away mm-hmm. from the, the action genre into things? And I think Keanu's been, even amongst the action stars, the most successful, I would say. Maybe Bruce Willis, if you want to call him an action star, has been pretty successful moving away. But, I mean, look at – there's movies like Parenthood, even in his younger days where where he really tapped into that that goofy, all shucks persona that he was, that he was parlaying off of uh, Bill and Ted's into something – uh, really worthwhile in that movie, and then he's got you know like you. I think you'd really dug Destination Wedding. I guess um, uh, I wasn't I, as big of a fan. I did. I did not. Um, no, but it okay. was It was not Keanu. It was uh, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Oh God, uh, her face just never stops moving. Like <laughs> Keanu is like stone. Like he's ice cold, right? And his like you know little pithy remarks. Winona, uh, I don't know what happened to her. That's a little she, frantic. Yes. <laughs> She, I think she she got too many accolades for uh, the Stranger Things character where she's well, in that same yeah, manner. The fans of the, that series have done a lot of harm to this country, and that's I guess that's just one of their, their many sins. I did look up because I was trying to put in my head like the age for Arnold, and I think the last true action movie of his I like, remember enjoying, and that seems to be the cutoff for me. It was Eraser in 1996. Is that the one with um, – what's her <laughs> name that was Miss America? Uh, Vanessa he, Williams. Yes, yes. Um, and he fights like alligators. At alligators. Some point. Yeah, yeah. And he's got like a big gun that, that does like laser shots or something yeah, like that. Really yeah. terrible CGI alligators. Yeah, awful. Uh, but that's the last one I remember. After that, you got Batman, Robin, End of Days, The Sixth Day, Collateral Damage, Terminator. 3. End of Days was pretty good. I remember. I think I like the conceit more. I haven't watched that one since I was a teenager. But uh, yeah, then then it seems like that was the cutoff, and so he would have been. Uh, 49, I think, when that came out. So, wow. Keanu's got him. You know, Keanu, you're right. He is the Tom Brady. He's just going to play it. forever. He's the GOAT. And, and we, we're not even going to bother with Stallone. He's, nah. I mean, he's been on like the same two sequels for about, uh, you know, 40, 50 years now. I really mm. liked him in Copland, though. <laughs> that was like him putting on, what, 60 pounds mm-hmm. trying to go for an Oscar playing the, the sort of, Sad sack. He was a sad bastard. Yeah, sad role. sack, but also, you know, the kick dog to all the other cops. Mm-hmm. Really, is what he was. I, I think I, uh, he really could have made a, a comeback of a career if he had kept that sixty pounds on and just <laughs> just been character actor from then that point going forward. But you know, then the Expendables came along and dashed all those dreams. So the worst. You know, that's still on, of all time. I don't think Keanu. Uh, you know, I may not be as high on going back to Bill and Ted. 
but I don't think we're ever going to see Keanu uh, getting back together with like Sandra Bullock to do like, you know, speed, like as senior citizens. Like, I don't think we're going to see that sort of nostalgia, like tour where it's like, you know, you see the, the Eagles or the Rolling Stones, like trotting themselves out, like as 80 years old men, like playing the hits and that's the expendables, right? Like there was a charm to it the first time right. around, but you know, that's uh, I don't know. That's, that's the low rent guys doing it. Jason Statham falls more into that clearly than, uh, than Keanu. Like he seems yeah, I mean, like if he had come he started, along in the eighties or nineties, I think he, Statham would have been a much bigger star, but we seem kind of past as a nation as far as being like an iconic action movie. He's, right. he's B movie guy. Yeah, he he definitely teeters there. I mean, I, I thought Statham had a chance to, to to really be something because he had that sort of that sort of swagger. I mean, don't sleep on Calvin and Hobbes or whatever that thing is that's coming out. Um, the Fast and the Furious. I, mean, I like your title better than, than Hobbes and Shaw. <laughs> oh, Hobbes and Shaw. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but but you know the thing with the Expendables, I mean, they started casting. Former boxers, MMA wrestlers. I mean, Ronda Rousey, I think, was in one. Yeah, they kind and, of drifted from the original concept, right? Yeah, give us the greatest hits. It's basically a greatest hits album, and let's play with it, have fun. And they definitely moved away from it. I don't know whose ego got in there, but I mean, you had Mel Gibson cursing at people on the phone, and then suddenly he's uh, a viable addition to this. You know, right there next to some guy who got knocked out by you know Roy Jones or something like that. There's a there's a transition for you, Mel Gibson. I've liked his his stuff that he's been doing, like that drag across concrete. Did you watch that earlier this year? So I have that on the way from Netflix right now. But he's That's my next one. <laughs> yeah, he's the opposite of Keanu, right? He was once beloved. Now everyone has hated him for like the last I don't know fifteen years, and so now he's decided that the only way he's gonna have a career is to play hateable characters, <laughs> to play scumbags. Like right, and it fits, you know. Yeah, he he's good for it. Comes well, natural. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, no shit. Hopefully, we don't get any more. And well, hopefully, we get any tapes of of Keanu yelling racist shit at Can people. You imagine him doing like the like <laughs> the drunken outrage, like Mel Gibson. Like you know, when it came out from Mel, it didn't surprise me necessarily. No, no. Keanu though, that would be uh, that would be heartbreaking. Because uh, we're building him up as a society, yeah. we're building this guy up. You know, I don't think anybody built up. Uh, uh, Mel Gibson to this pedestal of not movie star, but the pedestal of humanity that that uh, Keanu Reeves is currently sitting on. He is literally the male crown of social justice. He's right at the top in 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 film. That's a dangerous place to be, too. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh God! All right, I think that wraps it up. Yeah, yeah I think that wraps up. Let's put him at the top. Oh man. Let me save this out. Yeah, that's a terrible place to be.